genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, <laughs> the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one forehead kiss at a time. God damn it. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. Why have I been assigned to intro the the two minutes in this week? Like, oh my god. That just kick you? Yeah. Um, yeah, so today we're talking about minute. 239, which starts with Sam and Frodo still hugging, and it ends with Frodo um, on the deck of the ship um, and looking into the distance. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this... What the this hell? This starts with Sam and Frodo continuing to hug. When they separate, Frodo gives Sam a kiss on the forehead. Yes. Um, that's directly from the book, right? Uh, yes, it is. It says goodbye to Sam without saying goodbye. God. He doesn't say the words goodbye. This destroys me. Well, yeah, I mean, like, because nobody, like, nobody likes goodbyes. Right. And, like, I mean, we were talking about yesterday, like, he says so much without saying anything. Mm-hmm. Um... The yeah, because like the Sam, I feel like the Sam hug is the one that lingers the longest, obviously, um, for good reason, because it's Sam, um, and God, yeah, this kiss on the forehead just destroys me. I am, um, I'm in a glass case of emotion right now. <laughs> right, I know. And the kiss on the forehead seems to make Mary cry all over again. Yeah, and it makes Sam cry too, like harder. Yeah. Um, because you can see him in profile, and he just like squeezes his eyes shut, like he's like trying so hard not to just like lose Burst, it. Yeah. Oh man, same relatable. Um, <laughs> let's never podcast while crying again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, this this moment is just this is this is how their time together ends for now. I haven't paused on it and I like can't I literally can't handle it. <laughs> like, yeah. Um and then when they separate, they have like this one last look in each other's eyes. And then Frodo starts to walk for a towards long Gandalf. Time. Well, he has to make sure that his Sam is okay. Yeah. And oh. he's looking at Sam and he waits for Sam to pick his head up and look yeah, at him. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I cannot handle this right now. It's just, I'm going to be okay. You're going to be okay without me, Sam. I'm so upset. And then Gandalf extends a hand to Frodo. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Oh, God. He heads to Gandalf. They hold hands on their way onto the boat. Yeah. Well, it's, um, I like the, the light changes. You know, because obviously, because he's facing the sun, but, you know, kind of like that whole, like, walking into the light sort of thing. Yeah. Um, 
And what was it you were saying last week about Gandalf being like an anti-Grim Reaper? So the the way that he shows up in the in the carriage with his hood up and everything, yeah. he looks kind of like he's we've never seen him with his hood up before. Yeah. Like and he's coming to ferry them ferry Frodo and Bilbo into their afterlife kind of. Yeah, yeah. And he's hooded and cloaked like a grim reaper. <sighs> yeah. But he's he's doing a good thing. I mean like that's kind of what he's doing right now, right? Yeah. Like with the extending a hand and mm-hmm. like it's time to go. He just stands there and waits for Frodo to say his goodbyes how he has to, the only way he can, and then he's there to take his hand and usher him onto the ship. Yep, he sure does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a terrible co-host today. <laughs> it's fine. The I, I, again, don't really have any specific notes about this. I think... I like the score transition into the, the Into the West theme. Yeah, um, with like the, with the woodwinds. Yeah, with the, yeah, yeah. It's um, nice. I'm not sure what instrument that is. I'm not either. Not not without, um, not without digging further. Uh, I don't. They didn't bring it up. Some kind of uh, whistle, I think. Mm. Um. It doesn't sound like a, like a, like a marching band flute or. Right. No, it doesn't. It's probably a folk instrument. Probably. Honestly, this is a heck of a minute. Yeah. I the thing about like how like quiet this is like because I appreciate how quiet it is, um, tonally. Right. You gotta sit with it as a member of the audience. You have yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Have we um have we ever seen Frodo be like physically affectionate like this? I think the only people he he maybe. Hugs or puts an arm around are Sam and Bilbo. That sounds correct. Um, Except when Mary and Pippin jump on him in bed like 15 minutes ago. Right, right, right. That's more of like an ambush. Yeah. But like. But I think the only people we see him like put an arm around or hug are Bilbo and Sam. Yeah. So. Oh, God. Dude, I'm just like. I'm still hung up on their forehead kiss. Yeah. Because like it's it's. It's both a parting and like a like a blessing, right? Like Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's saying goodbye, but it's also like in a way that's just like, you know, like go and live your life sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Which is just like, oh my god. You'll be okay without me, Sam. Oh, I'm so sad. I know. The one thing in the commentary, um, Alan Lee is talking about how emotional all of this stuff at the end of the movie is. Uh-huh. And now after doing this project and being a part of it for so long, anytime he's gone back to read any of the books in the time since, when it says a character's name, he just sees these actors. Yeah, that makes sense. Just true of me, too. These are just the people I see in my brain whenever I think about this story. Right. Whether I'm reading the book or not. Right. They're just what I have associated with it. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, like... Which I guess just speaks to the uh, like staying power of these, um, right? Because we we can nitpick all day. I mean, we we've been nitpicking <laughs> for four, four years, right? Exactly for four years. <laughs> um, but like overall, 
I I think that they did a lot of things right with these. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I don't know that that's a thing that can be like replicated, or yeah. not in the same way. Yeah, you know, right? Like the the casting for this movie was incredible. Right. Um, I guess we'll get into that a little further yeah we'll get into that in a totally different way when we're doing wrap-up stuff but like yeah these and these four especially the hobbits i mean um are are so good yeah like and like they're all very good at what they were what they were given to do and all of the roles play to the actor's strength and you really feel like they're their sense of like camaraderie and and family and mm-hmm. like love for each other um in this scene um, yeah which is amazing that it still feels so so real and genuine the connection between these four after spending the better part of 12 hours apart movie time wise between all three yeah they spend so much of the trilogy not together as far as like a unit, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, cause Pippin and Mary are are his cousins, like they're his family. Like, yeah. so, um, I know you and I both have a like a complicated relationship with family. Um, yeah, but like, I don't know. I cannot see my cousins for years, and then we're just like, oh hey, what's up? You know, <laughs> like, right? It's it's just it's it's equivalent to like not seeing a best friend for a while where it's just like not a it's like a low maintenance friendship right where you're just like we won't talk for like six months and then we'll have a like we'll we'll talk and it'll be like we just like right but my my point is that it's just i think it's just like good acting and and directing and writing that it all still works yeah when these characters are so far apart for so much of the story because like that's really my point. I think it's it's that, but also like their chemistry as yeah. actors. And like, you know, they were on set together for like a year and a half, so like that yeah. them saying goodbye here, like I think reflects that their yeah. experiences with each other and like, you know, yeah, I'm not forming 100%... that that bond with them. I'm not 100% sure when they filmed this. I know they had to film this somewhere relatively early on this this goodbye scene at the Grey Havens because they filmed it when Ian Holm was there and Ian Holm wasn't in New Zealand for very long, much like Kate Blanchett. Mm. And he was there some sometime early on in the filming schedule. So I'm not 100% sure when they filmed this. But like, it wasn't like the first thing. It no. was like they had an it wasn't opportunity like, to, to it wasn't work like, together. Right, it wasn't like Sean and Elijah filming stuff on the steps of, of Kirith Ungle. Some of the first stuff they filmed. Right, right. And, like, so they've had an opportunity to, like, develop that relationship with each yeah. other. And um, I think it it really comes across yeah. um, in their performances. Yeah. <sighs> this movie is just so emotional. Dude, they love each other so much. <laughs> yeah. They do. I'm so sad. <laughs> it's a heavy week. But there's a there's a moment tomorrow that I think is the most optimistic point of this this ending. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
This minute ends just before it, and I was just like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sad. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <sighs> do we have anything else to say? I do not. I like that this um, mast appears to be just a tree that they've taken the bark off of, and that's yeah. about it. <laughs> that's. I mean, it's part of all the detail work that Richard Taylor was going on about yeah, for this whole yeah. scene. You know what I'm talking about? Like, it's pretty yeah. simple, but... And it's kind of spotted. The wood is yeah. is treated in a really specific way. Yeah. 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 He talks about everything being like steam treated planks on the sides of the boat and everything. Dude, so that that's rad as hell. It, in in ways that you would never be able to see on camera. Just detail in this boat. I mean, it looks gorgeous. Like the railing is carved. And yeah, it almost looks like a rope. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, even though like we don't focus on it, you can tell, you know, like. Yeah. They wanted it to be, like, they, so perfect. They even designed a way to rig the sails. That is a unique way they figured out to do it. Someone designed for this boat. That is not a way that sails are typically rigged in real life, but that still works. To make it a unique elven rigging for the boat. See, that's a note. We haven't talked about that, did we? But, maybe, maybe not. I don't remember. <laughs> But, like, I think that's crazy. Like, no, that's an amount of detail cool. that's insane to me. Yeah. Richard Taylor just talks about um, feeling like not a single day of his life was wasted working on these movies. Yeah. Like, I'm, I know we, like, joke around a lot about, like, the attention to detail in these. Just, like, you know, the guy hand-painting and hand-attaching, like, millions of, tre- of leaves on the right, tree. Right, yeah. Um, or the the chainmail guys. Yeah, um, Chris and Dan Hanna, uh, the I believe they're both the the costume costume department heads. Yeah. Talk about how on Oscar night, the when Weta accepted their award and like the whole Weta department gets up on stage for it, they're just like no one no one working on these movies deserved the Oscar more than Weta. Mm, like the art. Yeah, for all the work that they did. For seven years of their lives to the end to yeah. see it come to fruition on screen like this. I mean, yeah, because like all of those pieces put together, like yeah, people pouring their 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 talent and their their heart and soul into it, like it you can tell. Right, the movie, the movie all the the movies almost have a life of their own because of how much there is on screen and practical handmade effects. Right, right. In a way that's just not present in a lot of modern film like i've never noticed the little urns and stuff uh, like the provisions or whatever like yeah. on the deck of the boat before like and how it just it just looks correct you know right. like it looks like it belongs it's there. a stocked ready to sail boat yeah yeah so it's crazy it's awesome yeah. i guess i had a couple of notes yeah man see just gotta get all my cries out right um but i think that's this minute i cannot mm-hmm. believe there's only like two and a half minutes of of movie left right. um i know but we're from the website duelinggenre.com check us out there um you can join our facebook listener group fellowship of the mic uh if you want to um <laughs> we're pretty active on facebook right now so get in while the Getting's good, I guess. Um, if you have any last-minute questions, comments, 
suggestions for topics that we can talk about next week during credit credits week, which is next week. Yes. Wow. Credits. Um, I know I said next week twice, but I'm just like still kind of like. Right. Doesn't feel real. No, it doesn't. Once we're done, it'll feel real. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll right now, cry no. for like an hour. But <sighs> yeah, uh, send us that there. There's like a thread in the group. Um, you can also tweet us at LOTR Minute. Email us at contact at loneoftheringsminute.com. Um, I think that's our email. Sounds yeah, correct. that sounds right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And we'll be back tomorrow um, for this optimistic moment that Norman was talking about. Yeah. I have doubts. I'll probably still be crying, but. It's okay. It is what I'm it is. I'm here with you. Thank you. At the end of all at movies. At the end of all things. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye.